greetings, um, everyone on, on Zoom tonight, training in the word. Uh, we got some good um, instructions from the Holy Spirit tonight that will be a blessing to us as we uh, declare that this is the month of harvest time. And we're going to go over some things that will cause you to harvest uh, the things that uh, you believe God for or things that you have been uh, operating in order to get the harvest. Uh, harvest doesn't happen automatically. I really want you to get that uh, thought process in your mind. Harvest doesn't happen automatically. Okay? Uh, there are things that you have to do for harvest to transpire uh, in any area of your life, uh, whether it be spiritual, physically, financially, socially, or uh, emotionally, there's things you and I have to do to allow harvesting to take place uh, in your life, in your family, your business, so forth and so on. So God has designed a way and then if we will participate, believe and operate in the laws that he put on this earth uh, for receiving from him, then we can have confidence and courage that we will have what we go after, okay? But there is a process, ladies and gentlemen, it's not automatically even though we are in position to receive because of what Jesus did on the cross for us over 2,000 years ago. Now, there are laws that govern the earth that happens all the time, whether you pray for it to happen, whether you focus on it, if it's happening or not, it's going to happen. Uh, one simple one, I'm going to say, you understand what I'm saying. Uh, the, the sun doesn't rise in the west and sets in the east and never changes. No, from the rising of the sun from the east to the going down in the west. That happens every day. Sun comes up, sun go down. Sun it is set in motion by God to operate, operate like that until he says differently. Not even Satan, listen to me, not even Satan, the demons, the environment can stop that sun from rising in the east and setting in the west. No spell. No hex, no vex can stop that sun, Mr. Timmy, from rising in the east and setting in the west. Why? Because God has decreed and declared it to be so every single day. Are you listening? So there are things God has set in motion that cannot be altered. I'll say this way, cannot be stopped by demonic forces by Satan himself. Amen. He just can't do it. 
this is how God has set up governing laws that govern the earth. And when we understand these laws, ladies and gentlemen, we can apply ourselves to these laws and become a benefactor of these laws. When we understand the process of how they work, and we work them because we know it's God's ordained will for it to happen this way. Now, once you get locked in like this and you remove all fear, doubt, unbelief out of your mind, then you will have abundant harvest or abundant manifestation in your life. Are you listening? Praise God. It's something called the law of lift. The law of gravity. These are laws. That happens every day. And we didn't have the law of gravity. We all float. So we don't have to pray that we stay, that God keep us on the earth. It's going to happen because God set it in motion for it to work that way. And it's going to be like that until he says it's different. Praise God. Are you listening? So with that thought in mind, I want you to go to Genesis chapter 8. Verse 22. Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Again, remember, nothing just happens on this earth. And that don't even exist. Something always calls something to happen. Whether you uh, are knowing it's going to happen that way or you're not knowing it's going to happen that way. It's going to happen that way because God has set things in motion for it to happen. All right. Sometimes we don't know these laws until we are running to them and we're able to identify with what it is and then we can make the necessary adjustments in our life to govern ourselves according to whatever law that we might or principle that we might uh, be privy to because of some type of experience uh, or some type of learning that God wants us to uh, readjust our minds to. Now, in Genesis chapter 8, verse 22, listen to this. Well, let's start at verse 21. No, we'll start at verse 20. Thank you. And Noah built an altar to the Lord, Genesis chapter 8, verse 20. And I'm going to read out the New Living Translation. You might have a different, but it's okay. It's pretty much going to read the same. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and the birds that had been approved for that purpose. And notice, he only offering what has been approved for the purpose. Nothing just happens. It's always going to be according to God's purpose that things begin to happen in our life, all right? Now, 21, and the Lord was pleased that what he smelled, the aroma of sacrifice, and said to himself, I would never again curse the ground because of human race. Another book, 
I would never again curse the ground because of human race. Even though everything they think or imagine is bent towards <laughs> evil from childhood. So now this is after the fall of Adam and now man is taken on knowing good and evil. And remember at one time, men only knew good. They didn't know even even existed until trees was made. Adam sold out to Satan. And then we able to know black and white instead of just knowing what's right. Praise God. Now, I'll never, I never, I will never again destroy all other things. So God is making an oath. God's making a covenant based on what Noah has did. Noah has built an altar. Noah has gotten animals. He goes to the altar. He puts those all, all animals on the altar as a seed before God, as an offering before God. Now notice, he's offering something before the Lord. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, I say nothing just happens. Everything happens because of something that happened. Now notice, and so he did this, and so now God makes a decree. Because you did this, Noah, because you brought this sweet smell uh, to me, and you obeyed me, now here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set these things in motion, and they can never be altered. Now, he says, as long as the earth remains. Notice, as long as the what? Earth remains, there will be planting and harvest. I love it. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest. Now notice, in this particular phrase, he says, as long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest. Now notice what comes first. Notice he don't say, as long as the earth remains, there will be harvest and planting. He said there will be planting and harvest. So planting, listen, always comes before harvest. Planting will always come before a harvest. You cannot receive a harvest without something being planted. You can understand it. You cannot receive a harvest unless something has been planted. It can't because it's the law of God. Are you listening, class? So if I want to participate in harvest, I got to participate in planting. Amen. They go together, ladies and gentlemen. I'm being very slow and very precise because I don't want people to misconstrue when God says something. If you're not flowing in the river or making it happen, you're going to miss your time of visitation because you have failed in faith participation 
in producing the law that governs the harvest. And the law that governs the harvest, ladies and gentlemen, is seed time. That came from Almighty God, not from a man, not from a bank, not from a financial institution. Amen. It came from God. This is how you're going to receive a harvest. Then it goes on to say, coal and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Now, it's interesting, he said, as long as the earth remains, these, it will flow in this way. Amen. And so we have our four seasons. Praise God. We're coming out of summer. What have we entered into? Fall. We're in our fall season. Amen. So now we understand that these things are true. Now, nobody had to pray that the fall season come. Well, Lord, since it's October, we want to be fall. No. It's, it's, it's coming because he has declared it to be so. And so the earth is cooperating with what God is saying. Simultaneously, it does it every single day, every year in, year out. They're flowing in the same pattern. Amen. Now, day and night. Think about day and night. Now, stick with me. Day and night. You don't have to pray for the day, and your shoulder don't have to pray for the night. Well, we come, right now, we're coming out of day, and we're going into night. Did you have to pray for that to happen today? Lord, I know right now. It's daylight. But Lord, I'm believing that the darkness is going to, you don't have to pray that. Why? It's already been set in motion by God's decree. This is going to happen as long as the earth remains. You getting it? Now, let's go to Ecclesiastes, ladies and Ecclesiastes. Not elastics, ecclesiastics. And we're going to go to the third chapter. Let's see this again. Praise God. I hope that just take, I'm just taking my time because see, there's some things God has slotted for you to receive this month, this year. Before 2023 get here. Now, for those things to happen, you are, you're going to have to cooperate with these laws. Amen. Are you listening? You got to cooperate with these laws if you want the harvest you believe God wants you to have. Now, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, Verse number two. Again, I'm reading out the New Living Translation. A time to be born and a time to die. Now, we know that's happening all the time. People are born every day and people are dying every day. People are coming in and people are going out. 
He said, remember, this is, this is gonna happen. And then in the same verse in chapter, in chapter three, verse two, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Glory be to God. A time to plant and a time to harvest. So again, I want to reiterate what I said. Nothing just happens in our lives. It happened because somehow, somewhere, we planted something that caused that harvest, or whatever it is, to produce or come into our lives or come into our environment. It just don't happen. You have to do, you did something to trigger that according to the word of God. Are you listening, Claire? It's so important you get a hold of this because you can gauge what happens in your life for your harvest concern based on this principle of seed time and harvest. All right? Now, let's go over to Galatians chapter 6. Let's work with me now. As men, as the Holy Ghost work with us. Galatians chapter 6. And we're going to look at verse number 7. Don't be misled. Now, boy, he said a mouthful when he said that because so many people are being misled in this era that it does, you don't need to do this in order to get a harvest. Well, I beg the difference. The Bible said, don't be, don't be misled. So that means somebody can mislead you in this area and have you think it opposite of what God tell you to do or how to receive a harvest based on what they say. Not based on what the word says, but based on their theory or their opinion or whatever the case may be. You cannot mock the justice of God. Okay? Now notice, again, I'm reading out the New Living Translation. Nothing just happens. Listen. You will always Harvest what you plant. <laughs> you will harvest what you plant. Give me that one more time. You will harvest what you plant. So that means nothing just happens. If it's happening somewhere, somehow, well, unknown or unknowingly, you have planted that, and now you are harvesting that area or whatever it is in your life. Amen. 
So now we have to be very careful now what we do, what we say, what we go, how we operate, because we're planting. Amen. Now, verse 8, those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from their sinful nature. But those who live to please the spirit will harvest everlasting life from the spirit. So whatever you sow, whichever way you sow, whichever way you live, you understand? He says, so if you sow to your flesh, you're going to reap decay. If you sow to the spirit, you're going to reap everlasting, you're going to harvest everlasting life. Now, so nothing just happens. So either you own the other side or you own the other side, but there is no in-between. Amen. Either you sowing to your sinful self or you're sowing to the spirit according to the word of God. But whichever, way, whichever one you sowing in, you're going to reap a harvest. I think it's over in Romans uh, three twenty three for the wages of for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. See that sowing, one produces death, one produces life. So if you sow sin, you produce a death. For the wages of sin, but the gift of God, but the but salvation, the gift of salvation produces life. So when you're operating in salvation, it produces life. Then we say, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So all these things are so important, ladies and gentlemen. Now, so now, verse 9, so let us not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time. God always have a time in your <laughs> At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. Now, a lot of times before the harvest comes, we as believers give up. And we shouldn't. Because if you wait by faith, the Bible said, let, let uh, patience have her perfect work when we operate by faith. Faith and patience go together. So you have to be patient. You have to have patience for God to produce your harvest from your sowing. He know when, he know where, he know how, watch this, and he know who. See, he always going to use somebody. Sometimes the individual don't want to let it go. Sometimes the individual uh, hasn't got it yet to get it to you. But whatever it is, God's working behind the scene to make sure your harvest shows up. As long as you don't give up. See? He'll make sure your harvest shows up as long as you 
don't give up. Because sometimes we give up because we don't see results or we think it should have been this time or it should have happened that. Look, trust God. See, you're not going to know everything about when you start sowing. You're not going to know everything. So you got to trust God make it happen. And trust the word. Can he lie? No. Do he lie? No. Do he fool people? No. <clears throat> he does what he says. <clears throat> and he says what he does. Now, since we're right here, go back to uh, Ecclesiastes. Let me help you with something. We're almost finished. Go back to Ecclesiastes chapter 6. Uh, let's see, let's see, let me look at it. Let me find it for us. I think 11, excuse me. 11. Mm -hmm. Chapter six, I mean, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse six. <clears throat> and we want to look at that. Praise God. Now, in verse number four, Hebrew, I mean, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse number four. We're going to start there. And I'm in the, in, in the King James Version for you. He that observeth the wind shall not sow. He that paid to pay attention to all the circumstances, all the situation that he has around them, when it come down to sowing, will not sow, will not obey the word, will not follow through on the scriptures. See, observing the wind, you know, those things, oh, this going on, that going on. Well, it's always going to be something going on. Now, and he that regarded the clouds shall not reap. He that, oh, you know, I'm saving for a rainy day, all this rainy day. So, you he said, no, there's a system. There's a pattern. Don't get out of the world's way of thinking and doing. Now, remember I say, just trust God because you don't know how God's going to do it. You just follow the principles and the laws and let God take care of the rest. Now, watch verse 5. As thou knowest not what is in the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb. Of her that is with child. All we know, we plant the seed, baby produce, baby comes out. We don't know all the inner workings of how God connects that baby to the biblical cord. And from the biblical cord, he gets his blood, his life, and he comes into this wonderful child. Amen. Even so, thou knowest not the works of God. Who make it up? You're not going to understand everything. That's why you have to trust God, believe in God, depend upon God, and know God know exactly what he's doing when he tells you to do something. And believe that the harvest he has for you will come out all right. Now, and notice this. Go to verse 6. In the morning, sow your seed. <laughs> in the morning, sow thy seed. And in the evening, 
what it's saying in the evening. So again, what? I just saw this morning. See, there you go, let your mind, see there? You're going back to the world with doing things. You're going back to, I just saw it already. Is that what he say? Did he say, you, you say, I just saw it already, so why should I sow it in the morning? He didn't tell you to say that. He said, in the evening, with hell, not thy hand. So, if he say, so again, so again. If he say, help again, help again. If he say, pray again, pray again. Whatever he's telling you to do, you do it. I already helped somebody. I don't need to. I already have somebody that they ain't helping somebody else. Well, I already prayed that they ain't praying no more. Uh-oh. See? That's what he's talking about. If he tell you to do it, whether one time, two times, three times, four times, you do it. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Period. Amen. Why? Let's keep reading. This is good shot ground right here, ladies and gentlemen. Verse again, verse six, in the morning so thy seed in the evening, but the whole not thy hand, for thou knowest not whether shall prosper, either this seed or that one, whether their bow shall be alike the good. No way. He don't know if this one's gonna go up. You don't know if this or they're gonna both come up at the same time. He said, just trust me. No, I can make this one come up. I can make this one come up. Or I can make both of them come up at the same time. According to your faith, be it unto you. So he said, you don't have to challenge me. I can make one come up. I can make this one come up. I can make this one come up. Or I can make both of them come up at the same time. But whatever it is, it's a harvest to cause you to prosper. That's what he wants to get you to see. Ladies and gentlemen, that, I mean, you can't get no more explanatory than that. When you understand the program of God, the process of God, the principles of God, you can receive from the hand of God. It's not hard. We make it hard because we start thinking beyond the word. And trying to figure it out, trying to uh, navigate it, trying to whatever. And God said, no, simple. Believe me, forever that word, that forever, O oh Lord, that word is settled. Believe me, trust me. See if, if I won't do what I say. Ladies and gentlemen, I've given you how to get your harvest. Not, that, not just this month, but next month and the next month. In 2023, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January 24th, I'm telling you, this is how God, as long as the earth remains, these principles will be in operation. Now, you have to operate in them, watch this, by faith. See, the Bible says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So you do these things by faith and through faith. I'm doing this. 
I'm sowing my seed. Amen. Oh, I'm praying this prayer. I'm helping this person. Whatever it is, it must have the essence of faith on it for God to honor it. For it is impossible to please God without faith. So whatever we do, ladies and gentlemen, see, sometimes we sow in no faith on it. We, some, a lot of times we sow out of, watch this, we sow out of religion or we sow out of a ritual. And we don't sow out of revelation. No, what that revelation is what God's revealing to me to sow, or what God's revealing me, revealing to me do. And then I operate on that revelation, and then it positions me to get the harvest that God wants me to have. But we get stuck in doing what we want to do with no faith attached to it. Well, if there's no faith attached to it, Remember, how can God pick it up if there's no faith? How can God manifest it if there's no faith? You got to have faith in working and honoring the word of God. Well, let me, well, it's time to give. Let me see what I can get. No, you don't do that. See, that, that, that's, going, that's going in your theory, your thought. No, God, the Holy Spirit. What is it that the Father need me to sow that I may receive the harvest he has for me? You must go before God like that so he can download to you what he's looking for to bring your harvest into your life. Are right, you listening? Get the Holy Spirit involved. He know what God wants to harvest. He know when that house is going to come. He know when that car is going to come. He know when that promotion on the job is going to come. He knows all these things because he is the manifest of God on the earth. And so when you get involved with him and he gets involved with God, and then he comes back and tells you what the father wants and you do it, now you position yourself for the harvest. But most of the time, we don't inquire. We don't ask. We just do what we do. Because we know we can do it. And we feel good about it, but you hadn't added any faith to it. So in faith. Serve in faith. Pray in faith. Help in faith. Operate in the, in the uh, ministry gifts in faith. Operate in the ministry of helps in faith. We all offer this back to God in faith. And we receive the harvest that believe in God for at least. It's a faith walk all the time. Hallelujah. It's a faith walk. I mean, if we can do it, who's getting, who's getting the glory? You or God? No. God gets all the glory. The Bible says he'll share his glory with no man. So we have to allow him to get the glory of our lives by producing the word, following the word, and manifesting the word so he can bring forth the harvest. He has already decided, designed, and dedicated just for you. This is harvest time. 
don't miss your time of visitation. It's right here, right now, at this moment, waiting for you to harvest it. All you got to do is follow this word and be led by the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is going to lead you and guide you into all truth concerning your harvest. He knows where, when, why, and who is supposed to help you. And the church say amen. Look, it's good training tonight. Took my time. It's led by the Spirit. Now, what I'm teaching you is what I'm actually living. Amen. Let me say it to you again. What I'm teaching you is what I'm actually living. I live like this because I was trained by a man of God called Dr. Leroy Thompson, another man of God called Dr. Kenneth Hagen that taught me the importance of seed time and harvest. And I come to find out what they were saying was the truth. And it was not no lie. Amen. Praise God. Every month, I have a seed. Every month, the first of every month, I have a seed that's automatic that goes to my spiritual father, not the church. It goes to him. Because I honor him for the gift that's on his life for my life. So what I'm doing, I'm following the principle, seed time and harvest. Now I let I leave the rest up to God. He make whatever need to come in, come in, but I'm just gonna keep sowing so he can so he can do what he need to do. Ooh, my my my. It works. I'm seeing the hand of God as we move in these various things of business now. I'm seeing the hand of God do so many things, bring so many things in in our lives. And it will continue to happen. Because I believe in and I honor the spirit of faith in my giving. Hallelujah. You can do it when you make up your mind and you understand if I'm ever going to get what God has for me. And it's going to be through the principle of seed, time, and harvest that I'm going to obey God. And I'm going to receive the harvest he has in store for me to have. Get settled in your soul. Get settled in your spirit. Trust God. Look at God. Can I tell you something? Look at God more than you look at your money. Because when you start looking at your money, you're going to stop looking at God. Because that money becomes your God. That's why you stop looking at it. No, keep looking unto keep looking unto God who is the author and finisher of your harvest of your faith. Amen. Well, praise God. I have enjoyed myself.
Ooh, I like teaching like this because it works. All right? It works. God got harvest for you. It's harvest time. The Bible declared he's the Lord of the harvest. So the Lord of the harvest wants to fill your baskets this month. He wants to fill your life. Will you give him an opportunity by operating on the principle that he's put in the earth so he can fill your baskets? And the Bible says the young man walked away with 12 baskets filled. He started out with two fish and five loaves of bread. He turned it into a seed and walked away with a harvest of 12 basket filled of blessings that God, he was able to take back to his mom. Say, look what the Lord has done. That's what he wants to do for you. Will you give him a chance? Will you trust him? Will you depend upon him? Amen. Praise God. Well, praise God. It's been great, great, good training tonight. Uh, well, guess what time it is? Seed time and harvest. It's time to sow and reap. Amen. If you uh, so in tonight, I'll pay your tithes. Uh, Minister Janet's going to put it out there just for your uh, memory uh, so you get that seed in the ground. Uh, praise God. I'll tell you what, it's a great month. Amen. And I'm glad to be alive in this month to see what God's doing for us. Uh, we thank you, God, every day for a turnkey debt-free building. Amen. Thank you, God, that Lord our mercy, Orlando, has come together. Praise God. And we're going to be able to open in December. That's why our faith is. That's what we're, you know, trusting God to make this thing happen so far. Things are flowing along that way. Amen. Uh, we're trusting God to bless your business and hand your business, give you promotion. Amen. Give you new cars, new home. And, you know, so much is going on, but it doesn't change God. God's still God, man. I am didn't change God. It doesn't change what God can and cannot do. You just keep looking under God. Amen. It's always going to be uh, stuff happening in this world. You stay focused on God. All you do is focus on God. Amen. And he'll do the rest. Well, Mr. Jenner, when you put out there for them to be able to put their seed in the ground, your times are offered. And if the Lord is leading you, uh, the Holy Spirit is leading you tonight to honor the gift that's training you, according to Galatians 6.6. 6, you know that, and I don't have to go in. And as I sow the word into you, we'll make, make get in that teaching sometime this month. Uh, of course, this month is, uh, uh, I want to say it right, it's Clergy Appreciation Month. Amen. This is why we have taken this month, uh, well, not only this month, uh, uh, around the world. People are celebrating their pastors and those that are in clergy uh, over them. And uh, also, this is the month of our past appreciation uh, as well. So govern yourself according. Ask the Holy Spirit. You know, uh, he'll lead you and guide you what to do. And see, always remember, when you honor the man of God, taste it, when you honor the man of God, you're honoring God. I'm saying to you again, when you're honoring the man of God, you're honoring God because it's God that stand in the man of God, the man of God to be able to speak on behalf of God. When you see it that way, understand that way, 
So when you when you sow or when you bless the man of God, you're blessing God. Now you can't bless God and not get a harvest. I'm just encouraging you, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. That there's things God put in motion that will bless your life if you participate in the principles that he set up for you to participate in. This is not automatic. Everybody has to sow. And I watch, I watch dad over the years. I watch his sons and his daughters. And, you know, you would think, well, you know, this is son and daughter. They don't need to sow. You know, they sow like everybody else because, you know what? It's not a given. They got to follow the world like everybody else. Because if not, they're going to they gonna miss out on how to live the way God wants them to live. Amen. Because we're all subject to God. At the end of the day, we're all subject to God. No matter who we are, we're subject to God. And we're subject to the word of God. And we all have to apply ourselves to the principles of, of the word of God. When we do, the blessings of the Lord are made rich and add no sorrow to us. Are you listening? We love you. We appreciate you. We're praying for you. We want God's best for you. But you must want God's best for yourself. Amen. Well, Father, we thank you that this is the month of harvest. I heard you when you told me to allow the Holy Spirit to take us down this road of training to understand the format uh, that we need to operate in for harvest to take place. Not just this month, but next month, month after that, next year, year after that. Because there's a pattern. It's a, it's a pattern. It's a principle that you have set in motion. Give the people of God the faith to move on these principles and trust you more than they trust their money. Help them transition their soul to you more than the money that they're working to get. Because, Lord, you can turn that money into millions within days. And we just trust you and look to you and depend on you. There is no shortage in you. And you never come to an end. You heard Jehovah Jireh. Your El Elyon. A God of more than enough. I'm asking you to prove this to your wonderful people. As they look to you. As their provider and their protector. As they follow the principles. And the purposes that you said in the word of God. For us to receive from your loving hand. The harvest that you've already ordained before the foundation of the world for us to enjoy and have. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for these people that's been affected by this hurricane. Lord, that you will give favor. You will take care of them. Do whatever necessary to get the means to them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for the harvest in advance. In Jesus' name I pray. And the mighty of Christ say amen. Well, it's been a joy and a delight to come to you tonight.
with the word of God. Are you listening? It's been a joy. Take these truths now. 